say that again? Just so I have it. I just want it on the. I just want it on the record. <laughs> I want. I gave Nick a compliment on he. He has a gold chain resting against a nice fitting black T-shirt. He's looking very stylish on the other side of the video over here. Thank you, thank you. I bought this chain. People ask me, is it sentimental? Only in the sense that I fucking paid money for it and then wear it all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where some of my favorite things have come from. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not everything's got to come from your, you know, grandfather or some shit. Sometimes you buy something nice for yourself and then you wear it and you like it a lot. And that's how I, I feel about this chain. Yeah. You're a man. You, you do a little bit of jewelry here and there. I wear jewelry. Quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My it's wife cool. hates it. But... <laughs> nice. I nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Mm-hmm. So. Um, this is no one likes... This is one thing I do care about. The fact that this is No One Likes the Tuna Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. And Daryl, every week we watch a Fast and Furious movie... We talk about that movie for half an hour, 45 minutes. This week, we're at the end of something. Yeah? That's right. We're at the end of a season. Like mm-hmm. a straight up, classic, no one likes the tuna podcast, straight watch through. Yep. 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 Very classico. Uh, we just watched F9 for the, th- I think for me, third time. Fourth time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how many times I've watched it as unless you've been watching them extracurricularly, mm-hmm. I've watched them exactly as many times as are required to produce this podcast. Well, no, that's not necessarily true, right? Because on our last cycle, I believe we did F eight, F eight, F nine, F nine. If I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think my second F nine watch was potentially accidental. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's All right. true. So sometimes you gotta give it a little bonus. You gotta give it a little bonus. You gotta give it a little love. I have love for this movie. I think mm-hmm. is how I feel. Um, I think almost apart from its qualities as a movie, mm-hmm. I have love for what this movie is doing in regards to the wider franchise, like. I know we've talked a little bit about like it's sort of meta commentary on elements, but the movie itself is almost like a distillation of all the things that the Fast and Furious has been leading up to or that have been winked at but not said out loud. It's like they finally just said, all right, we're just going to say it all out loud, Mm -hmm. right? We're just going to say the things that we want to say. We're going to talk about being invincible. We're going to talk about the fact that we go to space and not just race cars. We're going to talk about the fact that like these, we're all about these giant hulking weird bodies. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about the idea of this sort of multi-ethnic national like huge family. We're going to talk about the twisted mythology of the Fast and Furious itself and the Toretto family itself. Mm-hmm. We're just going to put it all on the table. We're going to spill. We're going to spill some tea. I liked mm-hmm. it. I liked yeah. it. 
I like that you use that might be the uh, word of the week here. Oh yeah, mythology. Oh yeah, did you see it? <laughs> it's like, it was I a saw... direct reference. That my usage was a direct, direct <laughs> reference to that. Uh, do yeah. you want to explain to our to our listeners? Uh, uh, yeah, so I think Vin posted this morning, I believe, yeah. a yeah. good morning to the world. And he, it was a post of appreciation, as many of Vin's posts are, yep. about, um, I guess, the audience and the people who have participated in the uh, growth of the series over time. Thanking them, thanking us, really, for... What do you think, participating in the mythology or allowing the mythology to be its thing? Yeah, the watchword was mythology in the post. Do you want me to read it? I have the post pulled yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. so the post, it's just a picture of him from a Believe Fast Five in a um, singlet top. Mm-hmm. Looking straight down the barrel of a camera. <laughs> and then he says, uh, good morning, planet. Like that. Good start. Uh, yes. He's a, you know, <laughs> they call Pitbull Mr. Worldwide, but Vin might have sort of a leg up on him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so good morning, planet. I know I haven't posted in a minute. When people in the world suffer, I tend to pull back from the shallow mm-hmm. acts of social media. I might guess in reference to the war in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Totally appropriate. We love you, Vin. However... I know that there are many of you who really sincerely wait to hear from me and to know where my state of mind lies. I think that's a true statement. I don't know that I'm in that camp. I don't know if I'm waiting, for, but I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested on where Vin is going with things. I'm approaching the finale of the first saga. That is fast. I don't understand that sentence. <laughs> Okay, so that's the one that mystified me, I'd say. The finale of the first saga, that probably means 10 and 11, which, as we we think are shooting concurrently still, is the production process for that. Mm-hmm. It almost, it seems like there's an implication here that after this saga, 10 mm-hmm. and 11, there will be some sort of rebirth. Yeah, that too. Teen. Right. Teen Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Get Vinny Bennett and the crew back and do Team Fast and Furious. That's mm-hmm. whatever. My pitch. But then he says, that is fast. Now, here's what I think is actually going to happen. I think what this actually means. I think he's a little tongue-in-cheek because I think he's saying it like, oh, everything's gone. My life has gone by so quickly. Right. That was fast. We're at the end of mm-hmm. things. But he capitalized the word fast, which I think means... <laughs> That the two <laughs> next movies are going to just be titled Fast, <laughs> and then the second one is going to be titled Furious, Furious <laughs> which <laughs> was j- the original idea for five and six, uh-huh. as we know from oh. Jalen's commentary. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> The two right. dumbest names anyone <laughs> could think of. So I think that's going to happen. That's my prediction. Uh-huh. I'm calling my shot now. Yeah, I'm gonna tweet about this today. But yeah, that's happening. Mm-hmm. It is very intense. Although God has brought such incredible talent to assist me in completing this mythology, 
So <laughs> really speaks to the scale on which he views these stories, which I think mm-hmm. is great. I can't help but to reminisce. You all have been part of this journey, speaking to us, the fans. You all have been part of this family. That's very nice to hear. I can't believe that Universal Studios is committed to a two-part finale. Their support and belief in this mythology, again, Mm -hmm. surprises me and makes me smile. Now, I don't know if they're as committed to mythology as they are to, like, the box office, the global box office that this brings in, but that's okay. There are angels coming to this mythology. Third. Third Okay, Three. okay, all right. There are angels coming to this mythology that will make you all smile. Ha ha. I love you all. And I, from the bottom of my soul, hope to make you proud. Incredible post. Incredible post. Yeah. I mean, do we need, are we reading into this angel, bringing angels in? Are we talking... Charlie's angel? Revive. <laughs> Uh, Charlie, Charlie's angels. Charlie? I'm talking more revival of uh, deceased characters. Ooh, now there's a theory. There's a theory. I don't know how much tea leaf reading I'm able to do. Like <laughs> I would say, Vin's tea is particularly hard to read. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. I, either that, I mean, that's a very good theory and a very plausible one. The other mm-hmm. thing is like, just like more stars that he views as angels will be coming <laughs> right. in. You know, like, I bet if you asked his opinion about Helen Mirren, a person who I read the other day, and did you read this Hollywood Reporter story about Helen Mirren? Mm-hmm. Um, she's been doing a lot of press for a movie that she made in 2020 called The Duke, um, about like an art theft in Britain. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. But um, she basically had this Hollywood reporter story, which in which she said, like, I I basically begged Vin Diesel for a role in these movies. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And like good on Dame Helen for doing that, you know? But um, I would say if you asked Vin his opinion of Dame Helen Mirren, he'd go, oh, she's an angel. Right? Like, yeah. like, that's just his feeling. That's just mm-hmm. like his feeling about people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so we got the mythology. I do want to go back to your original... Um, um, idea thread here, which is that they do make a serious effort in this movie to tie everything back together. They've got an enormous amount of storylines going in this movie. Yes, they use they do. those. It's like you have to create a new story in order to tie off old ones. And they put a lot of effort into that. And I think my optimistic hope is that the after tying a number of those things together, Fast, fast. In parentheses ten yes. will be a cleaner, simpler movie where you know we've tied off enough 
of the occurrences between 1 and 9, where we don't have to have I mean, what other storylines are open for us to type? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, is that what you're asking? Like, we can start kind of fresh. Is what that's exactly saying. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We can start fresh because we put in the extra effort here to tie everything together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say Cypher is open, and Cypher will be the big bad for 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, if this movie, I mean, 10, 11, like, they, they do a very crafty thing in that, like, if they didn't want to pick Jacob up for 10 and 11, like, for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they just, and that could be a million things. It could be, like, John Cena's availability, John Cena's quote, John Cena's acting ability, John Cena, John Cena, you know, I'm not trying to diss the man. Um, <laughs> Or it could be, you know, there's just not a place for him in the story. They're, like, trying to pack too much in there. There's just, is whatever the case. They, they've left the story of Jacob at a place where it could be left alone. Mm-hmm. Right? Easily. Like, I don't think we need more to that. Like, if Jacob rode off into the sunset at nine, which he does, and then we didn't see him again, I don't think there, there's, like, an unearned arc, you know, like... a a finish like a whatever i don't think there's a resolution that's the word i'm looking for i don't think there's a mm-hmm. resolution that needs to come out of that that we're missing in some way mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah? yeah and like the same could be said i think for a few things um letty I mean, we have no more... We have nothing to finish with Letty. We have mm-hmm. nothing to finish with Brian, really. We've got nothing right. to finish with Tyrese. Like, nobody's got any unanswered questions, is the thing. Mm-hmm. It does make it, I would say, hard for them to sort of start up again a little bit. Mm. And that is the one thing I wanted to talk about that I wrote in my notes for this episode. Okay. They really needed a way to get these people back in the game. And they kind of do always, but they always had a little bit of a clever hook. A cleverer hook than this one. I think this one is the sweatiest, if I may borrow a term from another podcast that doesn't exist. Um, like plot, in ter- plot device in terms of getting them back in the game. Which is not to say like Mr. Nobody crashing and they feel like and they that's the Aries device. All that is fine. I don't mind that. It's the justification of Letty and Dom's argument about getting back in the game or not, and Letty being the one who's like, This is who we are. Like Brian and Mia may go play nice in their little castle, mm-hmm. but this is who we are. Like we're the people who jump in. Yeah, we're dealers, and we have to settle the score. Yeah, I don't think that's bad, and I don't. I I, I think she Michelle pulls it off, and I think it's probably the only way they really could have gone with the whole thing. But I also think it's maybe the weakest, you know, way to get them back in the game of just being like, well. 
I guess that's just who who we are. That's uh, what we're gonna do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they try to turn it a little bit into a thematic element throughout the movie of like this is who we are, mm. and it's really taken from Giselle's connection to Han, and her and him. They're sort of this is who we are, kind of thing. Mm. And making that part of this. But, you know, they're family. And historically, the justification for getting back in the game has been like, my family is in danger. Mm-hmm. Or my family is lost. Or my family are scattered and expatriates and I need to work to get them back together and back, you know, and, and freed from scrutiny. Uh, and this one is just like, yeah, I don't know. This is what we do. Which I guess is fine. So I I do think they're going to have a little bit of trouble because everything's so final. Because they haven't left any like little hooks, little tender hooks for them mm-hmm. to pick off other than Cypher. There is going to be a little bit of a <clears throat> trouble to jumpstart. And it better be good. You better know? be good. Yeah. What do you think it could be? Um, maybe Cypher hacks into Tej's, um, protected passwords and compromises all of his accounts. They have to go hacker on hacker. Gotta hack the hack. <laughs> talking about, you're talking about hacking my hacking device. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Is it? Um, that could be. I will, I mean, I've definitely promoted the idea of jumping forward 10 years and baby Brian being teenager Brian. And, like, mm-hmm. his life being threatened somehow, him having to jump in a car, yeah, something there, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe he gets a uh, email message from Cypher, clicks on it, and then gets wrapped up and is maybe falling into a trap. She's been laying low for 10 years, building back her hidden army, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like in 10, we need to... I think we need some flashbacks for Cypher to really understand what makes her the... Tick. Yeah. Evil yeah. menace that she is. Yeah, that would be good, I think. Right? Yeah. If she continues to be the biggest bad guy, we're going to need a little bit more buy-in mm-hmm. in order to understand why she's bad. She could be Brian and Mia's daughter from the future. <laughs> Time traveled back. Because she knows something. She's trying to stop. Ultimately, her whole goal was to, like, stop herself being born. But she failed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe good. Maybe. It's possible. Maybe good. Yeah. Cause she's she... the angel at this point. Angel mm. from the future. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what, um, because what movie is Mia pregnant again? Eight. Five? Uh, no, she's pregnant for the first time in five. Oh, yeah. And then seven. The phone call on seven, the last one with Brian before the L.A. Yeah. thing. She's pregnant again there. So, you know, do they have mm-hmm. a daughter? Mm, I think the new baby. Well, wait, do we see the new baby? No, we see baby Brian, which is Vin's son. Yeah. There is a baby, though. Isn't there a baby at the final barbecue in this movie? With Mia? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's This would be a workout well, is all I'm saying. 
It's like mm-hmm. Ty, Cypher from the future. Cypher is like a cool futuristic name too, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So could work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? What did you pick up on Fast 9, F9, the Fast Saga? Mm, only small ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the past, yeah, a correction from previous episodes, we were saying that Cardi B's character, Laisa, Laisa, Shows up only for the first time in the armored car. This time, I actually saw I saw her in the flesh. She, she greeted Dom right after uh, Mama Shaw dropped him off at the mansion. Oh. Boy, they don't punch that, setting that up, huh? Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't it's do brief. very much. And it might have honestly been something that was only in this, like, director's cut of the movie because we've watched a handful of times here and I don't remember from the first handful. Yeah. Me neither. And I don't remember seeing it on this watch, but you know, yeah, I was missed. It's quick. It's quick. It's a quick one. Yeah. They could Mm -hmm. really hit that a little harder to set that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else I got here? Oh, did you notice? So I looked it up. So Stasiak, after he picks them, picks up the crew, um, where does he pick them up from? After their jungle, um, yeah, jungle thing in the beginning, yeah, um, they show a energy drink that he's putting Japanese seltzers, like Alka Seltzer tablets into. It's called a bullfrog energy drink. Cool. Looked it up. Doesn't exist. In Doesn't real exist. Life. I know. I know. Why would you? You've got an energy. A- a franchise branded energy drink to use. Why would you? Why wouldn't you use that? That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? I looked it up. Couldn't find it anywhere. I, I even was trying to find it in international markets. Can't find it online. So I mean, I can understand if like Boss Coffee comes to them and it's like, "We'll pay you way more money," and they're like, "Yeah, whatever, great," <laughs> you know, like. Bring it on. Well, fuck mm-hmm. Nas. Like, who cares? But mm-hmm. he's just going to make something up. It must have been a clearance thing. Maybe Nas is, like, done. Mm-hmm. Maybe Nas is like, nah, we're, we're out. <laughs> You've generated plenty of business for us, all right? Yeah, we're sailing we're our not... own ship now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's, um, you know, that's fair. Do what you got to do, boys. Right. You know, maybe it's time to sort of part ways, spread your wings, fly. That's more of a Red Bull thing, I know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. still. Anyway. Um, yeah. Do you want to do some... I Well, one last thing I'll say. Stasiak is underappreciated by us, by you and me specifically. Mm-hmm. We love him, obviously. Shea Wiggum, the man. Duh, man. But I do want to say, Stasiak is the callback we always sort of call out for. Like, when we're always like, oh, bring Leon back, or bring Gallo's Pizza back. Like, you know, trying to be coy, whatever. Like, bring whoever, whoever back. Stasiak is the guy they brought back. Mm-hmm. And, like, none of us appreciate it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I would love it if Stasiak was like on the crew. If they had like one sort of like old white dude on the crew, that would be like <laughs> kind of fun. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I don't know. That would be fun. You maybe he would have uh, funny taste in cars. Yeah, would pick exactly. the weird one. Like he loves a Taurus. <laughs> Taurus. It's reliable. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, a Taurus in like a the classic maroon mm-hmm. colorway. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And um, you know, he could just grumble the whole time, which would be mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> His nose gets crookeder and crookeder. Every, you, uh, that would be amazing. He still gets hit in the face. He still gets hit. He's always showing up with like black eyes and <laughs> cut lips. And you know. That's rough. That's yeah. rough. That's the he's act. the only one who can get injured, and he's not cut yeah. out for any of this. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good. All I'm saying is like we should appreciate Stasiak while we have him. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it's not like they got to put him in F10. Mm-hmm. Um. They certainly don't have to do that. Right. So. Uh, and I can definitely see a world where they don't do that. That would be unfortunate. It would be terribly unfortunate, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like all of his green time gets absorbed by Scott Eastwood. I mean, I can't think of a worse fate for us. <laughs> for us. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, do you want to do shout outs? Sure. You got one? I have a little bit of an anti shout out this week. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple, I guess last weekend or two weekends ago, we were about to get our final, um, like snow icy day of the season. And my landlord is very good about doing the outdoor salt. Um, but in this, in this case... He was a little bit too good. And I'm talking about vaporizer calcium chloride pellets. All right. They Whoa. are everywhere. They're all up on the um, stoop, all on the sidewalk, all on the um, kind of like stoop area. And I'm sure the product works really well for its intended sort of use, which is melting, melting ice and snow. But if you get a little bit less precipitation than you're expecting, this stuff becomes the stickiest, most invisible muck in your entire house. Yeah. And every corner of my place, everything, it just has a nasty, sticky texture to it. And what happened to salt? Right. Right. Does, does he, have you talked to the landlord about this? Maybe uh, like, listen, hey, next time, can you just use salt? Because this stuff is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll revisit next year because I don't think we're getting any more weather. But, okay. yeah, it was all over the place. Drove me nuts. Had to mop the place. Had to wash everything. Just invisible. Mopping a house is no stickiness. fun. Yeah. You know? It's no fun. Um... Yeah. Dealing with the dirty water is it's the worst part of mopping. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't I, you know, I don't want to mess around with that. Household chemicals, they always sort of weird me out. Yeah. All right. So anti shout out to what what's it called? Vaporizer. It comes in a what looks like a uh, fifty pound sack. Ugh. Vaporizer calcium chloride pellets. Ugh. All right. Use only as directed and use less 
than you think you need. Right. Right, 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 right. If you got them. If you're like, I got this bag and it sucks, but I just should use it because like, I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Use it less at a time than you need to because yeah. it's effective, but also sticky. All right. Good anti. Good anti. I also <laughs> have an anti this week. Okay. So I went to Eden Park, which is the big stadium in Auckland the other day. Okay. And I went for nice. the cricket. It's the Women's World Cup. Sick. One day international uh, cricket World Cup. 2022. Uh, New Zealand's probably out of the running. The White Ferns, they're called. Probably out of the running after a loss to England the other day where that I was at. But that's okay. Um, but I do... That's not my anti. The, the, they played great. Some really strong innings. And then, like, they had a couple weak innings at bowling. And then, you know, rallied in the... Last couple overs. Anyway. Probably the worst stadium burger I've ever had in my entire, Ooh. entire life. Mm-hmm. It's actually hard to describe how disgusting this thing was. <laughs> the bun was like a stale biscuit. Ooh. Like kind of crumbly. Still not quite biscuit esque, but like, but not bun, like mm-hmm. either. But also mm-hmm. stale. Whichever way you slice it, it was stale, and it mm-hmm. looked like two bottom buns. It wasn't like a top and a bottom. Ah, uh, sort of like um, Jack in the Box sourdough Jack style. Sort of like that, but not good mm-hmm. at all. I haven't had Jack in the Box in many, maybe ten years. Is it good? Same. Uh, I haven't had it in about as long, but if I'm ever close to one, Sourdough Jack was always the Yeah, move. Jay and the B is all right. Mm-hmm. I've been there for Jay and the B. Um, I was always kind of a Carl's Jr. guy. Oh. We're I didn't talking about have like specialty one. fast food burgers. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have one for a very long time. They just didn't have them in the city, so it mm-hmm. took me a while to get one. Mm-hmm. But They got them now in the city, right? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't seen one recently. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. And then the patty itself, there was no vegetables. There was no sauce. Hmm. There was, I could put my own ketchup on it. But again, the ketchup in New Zealand is garbaggio. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know what they do to it, but they really (laughs) make it bad. (laughs) (laughs) it's horrible i mean you can get heinz at the grocery store Uh and it's the same number 27 but or 37 47 47 27 is the cigarettes (laughs) looking it up 47 yeah 47 57 57 we went all the way from 20 (laughs) To 50. (laughs) All right. Well, whatever. You can get the Heinz. You can get Heinz. Okay. At the grocery store. But if, but any other place, like you get this like Wadi's tomato um, sauce. They call it tomato sauce. They don't even call Mm -hmm. it ketchup or catsup. They call it tomato sauce. And it's gross. Yeah. A lot of cumin in it. Hmm. On the tangier side, or mm. just flat? 
it's just got this weird stank to it. I don't know what to mm-hmm. tell. I don't know. But then, okay, like, and then okay. the meat of this burger didn't, it tasted like a fake burger. It tasted, it honestly tasted like a fake vegetable burger. But not, mm-hmm. like, like, a bean burger, which tastes good. Like, somebody tried to make a fake burger, failed miserably, but it was real meat. <laughs> it was so, it was so atrociously bad. Mm-hmm. So, anti-shout-out to this burger at Eden Park Stadium. Like, you guys shouldn't be selling that, pure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, yeah. the chicken and chips were bad enough. They were bad, but at least they were, like, recognizable as right. the product that you were selling. This was not. If yeah. I just saw this, because it, I bought it in a cardboard box under the label cheeseburger. I didn't even look at it. I was like, oh, yeah, I go for a cheeseburger. Bought the cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. And I, I fully know I'm at a stadium. It's not like a, a specialty burger stand at the stadium. It's like their normal. It's like the stadium brand food service, right? Mm-hmm. I know it's not gonna be good, right? I'm like picking. I'm like whatever. It'll be a cheeseburger. It'll be edible. I'm hungry. <laughs> if I saw this item hanging out somewhere, like on a mm-hmm. plate, it would take me a beat before I was like. Oh, is that a cheeseburger? Is that what that is? Like it mm. looked fucking. It looked like a hockey puck. It was bizarre. Mm. I think the tricky part with those is one, they cook them on mass, but they have to make. The, you can't get one of those medium rare. And if it was medium rare, it's definitely not going to be medium rare by the time it like gets packaged up. It sort of sweats a little bit in there, and then they put it under the heat lamp. That I'm like way past that level of yeah. like, I need it to be the way I like it. I'm like, just mm-hmm. like, I just need it to be recognizably meat and recognizably bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's actually all I'm, that's actually all I'm looking for at this point. You know, if I'm at your stadium, I have pretty low expectations and you have failed to meet them entirely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, no dice um, on my burger. Yeah. No hot dogs available. Uh, no, what they call a hot dog here is a corn dog, and I was not in the mood for a corn dog. (laughs) Yeah. A hot dog is usually a safe bet. So, hey, hard to mess up the hot dog. You'd be surprised. (laughs) They fuck them up here. (laughs) That's rough. I mean, the food here is, I don't know how, the food here is bad. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had good food here, but like. Overall, is Auckland a good place to go for, like, food? No. No. No, it's not. Hmm. So, would be top of my list, you know? It's not the southern Italy of fucking, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The the planet. Of Oceania, right? Like, it's just not. Anyway. um, If you want to talk food or culture or cuisine or anything like that, uh, you can do that at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast on Twitter. You can send us an email about it. Uh, no one likes to tune a podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram. No one likes to tune a podcast on Instagram. Uh, Patreon.com slash no one likes to tune a podcast. Now, our in-betweener poll has been up. I'm going to double check it right now to make sure I'm not telling you something out of school. Uh, but I believe... The winner, oh, I have to fucking log in. This is always a thing. Why is this always a thing? It's never when you need it to be quick. 
Hmm? Hmm. Uh, yes. So the winner of the in-betweener poll this week is Annapolis, the 26 movie starring James Franco, but also Jordana Brewster. Oh. But also Tyrese. Yeah. Exciting. So, I'm excited for that one. Exciting I for I didn't that. remember that Jordana yep. Brewster was in it, but good. Yeah, I didn't remember that either. Um, so we're going to watch that next week. Um, also, our episode on Transporter 3 is going to be up in the next few days. So that's happening. And um, we're jumping off this call to record a little another bonus feature for the Patreon. So if you want to join that, throw us $1. Uh, you could probably get in, throw us a buck, and get out before anything happened. Before we even knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know. Um, Patreon.com slash no one likes to tune podcast. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please. Be so helpful, actually. You know, if we, if we get a couple ratings, get a couple reviews, people like the show. We try to do a good job here, right? I do. I do. Like, I'm not... I'm not devoting my life to this podcast. I am in a way, but like, you know, it's not my job. Like some people's it is, Mm -hmm. but I try. We try. We try. I think about it all the time. Yeah. Constantly looking for something. Then I, I use this as my repository for things that I love and hate throughout the week. Absolutely. So, um, if you love and hate or hate us, let us know on the Apple podcast, please. It takes Five minutes. It's annoying, but it takes five minutes. Anyway, um, that's it from me, my man. Sounds good. We'll talk next time on Cycle 24.